everybody. Welcome once again to the Chipman Brothers Tangent Podcast. Uh, my name is Bob Chipman. With me once again is uh, my brother Chris. Chris, say hi. Hey, everybody. I'm on the internet. <laughs> All right. Hopefully the uh, the audio sync will uh, line up uh, nice and proper here. And uh, Chris, how, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty damn good. It was uh, incredibly nice out the last two days for the first time this spring. So... That made it. Yeah, yeah. That made it painful as hell to be in my my cubicle farmed insanity during the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Did Did you at least get some time out in the sun? No, not so much. Oh, what what are you, what are you getting up to tomorrow? Um, tomorrow, um, we are prepping because we're going to be painting our living room on Memorial Day weekend. So, uh, ah, yeah, you know, um, so so much fun owning a house. <laughs> no wait no this this weekend isn't memorial day weekend is it next is next is okay so this right, is this the, is the buying yeah. stuff to do that work weekend ah well if you, if you need a hand you know where to find me indeed hmm. i will i'm i am always happy to help with uh routine maintenance yes yes we'll have to yeah. talk about that maybe we can yeah, go to I'll... the dump again yes <laughs> yeah no this is good Behold, no, call me o- Trash Mountain. <laughs> call me over when whenever you decide that you want to get rid of that wood pile because I want to play with the chainsaw and the axes. Oh yes, the chainsaw is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That so, is uh, no- so. You heard it so here. Wanna- you heard it here first, folks. If um you see any Twitter pictures of either of us at the hospital with missing limbs, you know exactly what happened. <laughs> So this week, uh, last week we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy two, which we uh, which we both enjoyed. Uh, this week, uh, I uh, you you haven't been out to see a new movie, right? No, I have not. All right, yeah. Well, you you're 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 busy, and uh, the new movie that I did get to see was uh, Alien Covenant, which which is garbage. I'm sure you all saw his review. Yeah, it's just hot garbage. I think I like Prometheus a little better. Wow, that's surprising because I yeah I. Uh conceptually really like Prometheus. I don't necessarily like what ended up on screen. Um, yeah, yeah. But I uh, I thought it was a cool well, what, idea. It's it's weird that Prometheus even is an alien movie, like tangentially, because what it feels the most like is if a bunch of otherwise good actors and filmmakers got together and remade one of like the shitty alien ripoff movies from the 80s. Right. Right. You know, it's it like I'm like, you know, this is not a very good prequel to Alien, but it's a not bad, pretty faithful remake of like uh Inseminoid and uh, <laughs> Galaxy of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Those are both real and worth a Google. Yes, they are. Yeah. All right. But uh so we don't I don't I don't know when will be the next time we have both seen uh the the new movie because oh, I'd say uh, I'd to... say pretty soon maybe uh Pirates I'm seeing Pirates um the night before it comes out. So I'm we, very sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, we could talk about that one especially if it's garbage. <laughs> um and uh um I've seen them all with the wife. Yeah. So we kind oh, we yeah, kind of have to. Um and I'm sure I'll see Wonder Woman probably opening weekend because that actually continues to look great despite everything my heart is telling me it should be. Yeah, no, the, the early buzz on Wonder Woman is good and not just, you know, good compared to the other DC movies. Like, apparently it's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, hey, what do you know? 
I'm, uh, I can I can get on board with that. Uh, you know, we'll find out. I heard it. Uh, you know, strong words coming from some comparing uh, it to Christopher Reeve's Superman. So we'll see. Uh, let's. Well, that that sounds like some let's not go nuts. But, um, exactly. Uh, but those are big words for me. You know, yeah, that'd be like yeah. that'd be like you know you seeing Spider Man Homecoming before me and telling me it's Spider Man too good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I I'd have to uh I'd have to calm myself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how soon I'll be seeing uh Baywatch, but you're you're aware they've made a film of Baywatch, right? Yes, I saw that. Um Okay, and you've seen you've seen the trailers for this. Yeah, it looks like, you know, kind of like what they did with Chips, the 21 and 22 Jump Street worked surprise, no one knew this right, would right. happen. Um and we need to do that again. Well, this here's the thing. Now Baywatch was mid 1990s, so I was in high school and you were in like grade school to junior high school. Junior high school, yeah, I think yeah. was Dur- Baywatch. So, so you you remember Baywatch being a thing? Oh, yeah, I've seen Baywatch when right, it was yeah. actually uh, on TV. Right, yeah, it was on. Now, for for people who who don't who don't remember, Baywatch was a show. It was on for one season. It was on a regular network. I think it was ABC. Mm-hmm. And it was on in prime time, and it was a huge dud. Yeah, like it was a bomb. Like like the show failed, and they kept it going in syndication, where because now you could put this crappy B-rated show on in the middle of the afternoon. Yes, you know when because no one's going to watch this shit in prime time. It, it's a lifeguard show, but you put it on during the day. And uh, then it gets ratings. So this becomes, for a brief period, the most watched show in the world. Well, I think, you know, at the time, especially with, you know, TV being what it was then versus TV kind of being what it is now, you had the, as long as this is a scotch better than a soap opera, it's better than everything else (laughs) on that's on during the day, right? I mean, that's kind of... That's kind of the the Grey's Anatomy approach, right? Is if we if our production value <laughs> is X amount better than a soap opera, and we put it on at night, it's going to be better than what you're used to watching during the day. You know what I mean? You you have you you have just pissed off so many people by comparing Grey's Anatomy to Baywatch. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I I won't even defend it because. Um, <laughs> My wife still watches it weekly, so I still have to no, deal. I'm... I still have to deal with that "rip your heart out and step on it" crazy show where everybody's life is so fucking miserable and yet so awesome. You know, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like what I've heard people criticizing the new pirates about. You know, don't you think after a while you just wouldn't work in the hospital anymore? Maybe maybe you wouldn't date the people you're working with at this point. I mean, yeah. it, it, the the pirates thing, right? Aren't you yeah, not yeah. surprised anymore that there's supernatural pirates? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this that shouldn't seems, be a big uh... deal at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, our main our main yeah, pirate this... was once dead, maybe twice. Yeah, right. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Baywatch. Well, no, this. Yeah, no. What's what's pissing me off a little bit, and not so much pissing me off. What's just sort of alternately irritating and sort of amusing me about this is. The, the the Baywatch movie that they made is one of these things where they're making fun of the fact that the show was was bad. Yes. You know, was that this that this was a dumb show. And they've centered all of the marketing and such on the fact that it's The Rock and Zac Efron who are both, like, the two 
top professional guys of being ironic in movies. Right, and and they're both very good at it, right? I mean, I yeah, right, yeah. After seeing um, what was it, Neighbors? Yes. I mean, Zac Efron was always one of those people where it's like, all right, he's better than the material they're giving him. I get this, like from the beginning, yeah. kind of. But yeah. Neighbors was something different and special with that guy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he gets it completely. Kind of yeah. in the Channing Tatum vein of, wow, this guy just gets it. He's not as good of an exactly. actor, but it's the same idea. Um, and, I mean, The Rock. I, I'll watch anything that guy's in, for Christ's sake. Yeah, The Rock is great. <laughs> like This is all great, but here's the thing. If you, if you are probably under the age of 25, and, and therefore were not alive when Baywatch was a thing. Right. And, and you're seeing these trailers, you might get the impression that Baywatch was a show, cause what they're, they're basically trying to retcon the history of this property. Because the trailers are set, are telling you that Baywatch was a show like Miami Vice or 21 Jump Street that was a dumb, supposed to be taken seriously premise that people watched because it was ironic and you could laugh at it and, and have fun with the badness of it. That this was like, like other David Hasselhoff shows, like this was a Knight Rider type thing where it's like, yeah, this is junky and goofy, but we remember it fondly. F that. I was there. I was there. I remember this. Baywatch was not a show that people watched because it was ironic and fun. People watched Baywatch to masturbate. Yes, 100%. That was it. That was it. And I'm being as clean as I can because we tagged this as a clean podcast for iTunes. Hey, that, that is a but, medical term, Bob. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying this is like Bay. What you need to understand is Baywatch is a show that existed because... I lost the joke I was going to make. No, Baywatch existed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Kool-Aid man burst through the wall like a Seth MacFarlane joke. No, no. Here, this, here, here's the thing. At a certain point now, if, if you're under 25, you do not appreciate. His, I'm, I'm an old man doing this right now. I know I'm or, or like old for my age. But you do not appreciate is there was no such thing as Google. Right, this, the, this, the, 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 yeah. you can find every bit of um, what our parents' generation would have called the Sears catalog underwear ads. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't not, have not, that you know. available um, on the internet to search the more risque version of that, so you had to find right, whatever yeah. you could on daytime TV. Um, case Ex- exactly, case exactly. in point, ESPN all-female workout videos. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is a thing that, 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 that is, is no longer happens. But back in, and Baywatch was pretty much the last thing like this. Like, by the time Baywatch was off the air, the reason it went off the air is because they invented Google, and now every single pornographic image that has ever been shot in the history of mankind is now searchable. Right, we didn't have to have the slow motion, ten minute long beach run sequence well right but that's the thing is is like if you if you i'm sure this movie is very funny and whatnot but if you see this movie and you're amused by it but then you're going to say hey i think i'm going to watch baywatch you're going to be bored out of your mind because the only reason this thing existed was because they they found like five or six uh blondes Right, they were all blondes on Baywatch, right? I think, I think like so. One, yes, very Aryan yeah. show. 
Well, no, like, Alexandra Paul, I think, was the one brunette on Baywatch, and she had, like, the bowl cut and the, uh, and she was, like, a B cup and nobody cared. <laughs> yes. Right. But, like, every everyone else on Baywatch, they found, like, uh, Pamela Anderson Lee and Nicole Eggert and a couple other of, of these women, you know, who were just, like, ridiculously stunning women and put them in red bathing suits and had them run on the beach. And that was it. That was the only reason anyone watched this show. We didn't watch it because it was funny. It wasn't clever. It wasn't there to be appreciated ironically. Baywatch was softcore pornography, and that's it. And it's it's just a it's alternately amusing and irritating to me that it is being repackaged and sold as oh hey it's funny as uh, we're laughing about ironic action stuff no 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 one cared about the you know lifeguards pretending to be cops thing nobody cared I I couldn't tell you a plot I have probably watched like seven thousand hours worth of Baywatch I can barely <laughs> tell you what anyone's name is no ex exactly <laughs> I can barely I can. And, and not for lack of trying, because, like, I can tell you whole story arcs from Xeno Warrior Princess, and that existed for the same goddamn reason. Yeah, but that was actually well made. It was, but I'm, what I'm saying is I remember story points from uh, from Xena, whereas I think... What the hell was Pam Anderson's name on uh, Baywatch? Beats the shit out of me. What, what's she... C.J. Parker. There, I see C.J. Okay, Parker. there we go. And the only reason I remember that is because when they did the Mad Magazine parody of it, they called her BJ. Yes. You see, what's interesting, uh -huh. right, is like, you know, <laughs> folks, <laughs> folks that, you know, you know, you look back, like you say, fondly or ironically on something, you know, might think in their head, oh, maybe this was like, you know, Point Break, the TV show, you know, or something yes, stupid right. like that. Um, and mm -hmm. it, it's not, um, you know, it's like looking back at Walker, Texas Ranger and trying to figure out what the hell people saw in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I I know what people liked about Walker. It Chuck was, Norris. It was a show about a cow. It was a show about a cowboy who kicked people. Like I get that. But it you know had about the same production values as Baywatch. Yeah, it, it had um about the same about the same. My point is always that like people probably did watch uh, Walker Texas Ranger for like the story stuff or like 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 Renegade or Twenty One Jump Street or things like that shows that were just dumb fun that people watched. You know, Baywatch was watched for one reason, and it wasn't because we thought it was particularly clever and we're laughing at the the stupidity of it. No, right? No, we were not. So that is. Uh, but hey, I'm I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, isn't uh, oh, isn't isn't what's her name from True Detective in it? I think so. I why well, can't Al I? Alex Ale Alexandra Daddario. Yes, I think you're correct. All right, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a good movie. Oh, it, it looks like it's going <laughs> to be a blast. <laughs> Maybe maybe the movie yeah. will have more redeeming qualities than uh, the television show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, Chris. Uh, I'm I'm trying to keep this clean, Bob. Yeah, I know, I know. Just saying, you saw True Detective, right? Not yet. Oh, you gotta watch True Detective, man. You can you not not just for that. True Detective is really good. The first season. Yes, I have not. Um, I have okay. not seen. Yeah. First first season of True Detective is good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so there's Baywatch that comes out yeah. in who knows two Come. weeks couple of weeks yeah i think so it comes out opposite something else i think doesn't it come out opposite like a animated movie yeah i don't know is that is that the one that's out opposite oh i think that's out against cars cars is coming out that soon huh i i think so hold on one, one of us should probably like pull up the uh yeah. the, the imd you know sorry no i was gonna say yeah to remind people we do do this off the cuff <laughs> 
um, I, I, I'm surprised right, you yeah, can't tell. Yeah, no, this is, uh, there's no, uh, there's no plan for, uh, for any of this. Like, I've got the TV on, uh, on silent in the background right now. They're, they're running one of those awful new, uh, Carl's Jr. commercials. Oh, Jesus. Is that the one Have where, like, attractive women eat sandwiches, or was that Arby's? No, no, no. Well, that was Carl's Jr., but, uh, oh, hey, there's a Baywatch ad on right now. That is surprise, right. surprise. Uh, <laughs> All right. What do you know? Yeah, no, and, uh, no, there's, like, for, for a long time, the Carl's Jr. ads were all, you know, Paris Hilton having sex with a hamburger on a, well, washing a car, basically. Yes, you know, but, like, j- yeah. just about as good as, um, as Baywatch. Yeah, but, like, since the Super Bowl, they did a Super Bowl ad for Carl's Jr. where an actor playing Carl Sr. Oh, Jesus, uh, Baywatch is opening against Pirates next week. Oh, wow. That's next week. Holy shit! Yeah, that's Memorial Day weekend. Oh wow! Oh wow! I might have to. I might have two reviews that week. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. Interesting. Oh man, it's already almost May. <laughs> it is May, dude. It's the middle it is, of May. It is, oh, it's the middle. It's already of May. almost June. <laughs> it's, it's already almost June. Jesus, where does the year go? Uh, and Wonder no, Woman no, they, is the yeah. weekend after that. Wonder Woman's the one opening against Captain Underpants. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that's. That's unfortunate for... I feel like that's going to be unfortunate for Wonder Woman. Yeah, because Captain Underpants is apparently a big deal. And Weird Al's doing the song. And, you know, yeah, no, and c- you know, if Spy Hard tells us anything, Weird Al doing our song means the movie's going to be fantastic. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Like, Wonder Woman, I'm sure, is going to be, like, big. But, like, uh, Captain Underpants... I I would have moved Wonder Woman if I, if I could. Unless like, they're the I, same I, company. No, they, it wouldn't be the same studio against it because Captain Underpants is like, it's it's not like on the radar as much. But like that was the other thing that was big in like kids lit around the time Harry Potter was. Oh, that's like, where it comes from. No, it's it, it was like it it was like a a series of like they were like manga, but like uh, you know for like Americans, I see. like novel style comics, and like there were like twelve of them, and they like. I, because I had to report the news on this movie, and I, I didn't know I wasn't in, you know, I, I wasn't in like grade school ten years ago, and I uh, wasn't, I uh, didn't really know any grade schoolers socially, so I never heard of this. But I put up uh, a news story about, hey, there's a trailer for something called Captain Underpants, and the internet was losing its shit. Huh? Going like, oh my, oh my God, this is my whole childhood was Captain Underpants. So uh, maybe it's going to so be that, a big that, deal. It, it was off my radar for sure. Yeah, so, but, no, yeah, that's, so that's a, that's a thing. Okay, uh... Dude, um, yeah. what's it? Uh, um, uh, Cars 3 is yeah. opening against the, uh, All Eyes on Me, the Tupac Shakur movie, and 47 meters down, where we hopefully get to see Mandy Moore eaten by a shark. <laughs> that looks good. It that looks, looks awesome. That looks, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> Yeah, like every like there, there's so much stuff coming out that like I want to see. It's like, oh yeah, hey, that looks good. Hey, Spider Man's coming out. That looks awesome. Like, uh, I just want to like fast forward to July 28th and watch Atomic Blonde. Yes, that looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, but by yeah. the by the way, um, speaking of 47 meters down, we haven't mentioned yeah. it on here yet. The Shallows was friggin' awesome. The Shallows was great. And I wish we had had a podcast to talk about that. I am I am a sucker for big killer shark movies, and that one was yeah. friggin' awesome. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I, I will watch. Uh, I won't. I, I won't say I'll watch any shark movie no, once because like some of them. Suck. You know, well, no, because like growing up, there was like twelve shark movies, mm. and now there's like a thousand shark movies. But man, The Shallows was a really well done one. Yeah. Did you see the one when the sharks were in the supermarket? No, <laughs> that wasn't Sharknado. No, 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 no. There's no. There's an actual good movie. It's Australia. Oh, is that the, the ti- one where the tidal wave brings the sharks yeah. to flood the town? Oh, I. What was that called? Was that called the? That was called like the wave or something. No, it was called Shark Night. I think so. Like yeah, Shark Night. Yeah, like no, um, sh- shark. No, Shark Night was the one when the guy put he like g- they like genetically engineered the sharks to breathe in fresh water and put them in a lake. Oh yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that great. That wasn't that great. No, no, but the sharks in the supermarket was good. Oh. I can tell you that, was, that was pretty good. That's awesome. You know what was a letdown was sharks in Venice? Yeah, I can imagine. That should have been cool. Yeah, that should be a good idea. It's like, oh, hey, sharks in Venice, cool. But, like, you know, it's it's still just in the water. Right. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Something else to go on a podcast from two times ago. We're going to see Mystery Science Theater live. Yeah. I'm so pumped about that, everybody, in the oh, internet that's land. Be great. Yeah. Even if we don't get the secret movie, it's going to be friggin' great. Yeah. It, 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 no, it sounds like fun. I want to go, go see it, you know, see if there's any surprises. Good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Now, I think uh, something else we might have touched on uh, last time uh, or not. Um,. Did, did, did we mention Hellboy last time? No, we, um, w- as soon as we got into Spider-Man land, um, we, we ended our, we went like 15 yeah. minutes longer than we normally do, uh, on the right, last yeah. one. Um, but yeah. no, Hellboy, um, this is something topical. Um, yeah. so quick, really quick before we talk about what's happening with the Hellboy property, which angers me greatly and we'll, we'll mm. get in and I'm mm. sure it might anger you. I wanted to give a quick Hellboy story, which yeah. I believe okay. you were there for, and I think should be mm-hmm. shared with Internet Land. So Go the, for it. the original Hellboy came out um, in the doldrums, the beginnings of a website that I still hate to this day, of the name of Fandango. Ugh. And Fandango made it really easy for us, and I'm sure like many other geeky moviegoers, to get a whole bunch of people together to go to the theater as a group because one mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. in the group could buy everyone tickets and then we mm-hmm. could all show up at the theater in say Boston because we have to take a train to get there and the theater on Boston Common is really awesome and yeah. go see Hellboy on opening night for instance so mm-hmm. this was at the time where our 144 modems um and 56k <laughs> if you had them could log on to Fandango's website and buy tickets. But Fandango's website, two or three nights before we were all supposed to get on a train into Boston to go see Hellboy on opening weekend, um, decided to say that there was a problem with the credit card or a problem with the website. So called back a couple of times. It didn't work. So he said, you know what? Fine, we're going to go day of and make it work. So I go to our good friend from Cinemaspection, Tim Luz's apartment. And we mm-hmm, will go mm-hmm. on his computer and try to buy tickets for the 15 people that were going to all be meeting at Boston to see this movie. And the right, same yeah. thing happens. So then our buddy Casey Malone tries to buy tickets over the phone and it doesn't work. So then he tries again. So after this, I've tried to buy these tickets at least five times 
times 15 people, if you can see where this is going already. Our mm-hmm. friend Tim has tried twice with his credit card, and our friend Casey has tried twice with his credit card. So we yeah. get into Boston, figure, you know what, we'll just go for it. Maybe they won't be sold out, and if worst-case scenario, we'll go to a later showtime. So we all get there, see all the shows are sold out. Super yeah. bummer, or till like later at night, right? Super yeah. bummed, whatever. So Casey goes up to the machine where you buy tickets and decides, okay, I'll put them on my card for the later show. And two times 15 Hellboy tickets spit out. And then Tim puts his credit card in and two times Mm. 15 Hellboy tickets spit out. Mm -hmm. And I put Mm -hmm. my credit card in and five times 15 Hellboy tickets sold out. So wouldn't you know we sold out our showtime? (laughs) Ourselves. And why do I hate Fandango? Because still to this day, they have not refunded any of us the dollar service charge (laughs) per ticket for Hellboy. So needless to say, we all eventually saw Hellboy in a very empty theater. (laughs) 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 And um, it was great. Um, It was at the time the fourth movie by Guillermo del Toro. There um, There was Mimic. And there yep. was the Devil's Backbone. Maybe it was the third. No, no, because uh, there's Kronos. Kronos. So it is the Kronos fourth. Mimic, yeah. Yep. And so um, I'm a huge Guillermo del Toro fan. I'm not in this camp of, oh, he sucks when he makes movies in America and his foreign language are better. His foreign language are definitely more Oscar-worthy type films. He kind of goes for kind of fun in the English yeah. language once he does. But, man, Hellboy 1 is great, even though it's fighting to be a studio film with human characters in it maybe a bit more than the really interesting characters but man ron perlman perfectly cast the yes. rest of the cast perfectly cast jeffrey tambor i believe was yeah, amazing yeah. in in i think he's in both did he die in the first movie no jeffrey tambor is in both yeah and and then hellboy 2 is just off the reservation bonkers and great and everything yeah. there is to love about guillermo del toro as a visionary and as a director which which brings me to the point of of anger and confusion. Yeah. Um over Del Toro about a year ago pushed on the on the Twitterverse for a Hellboy 3. Yes. And got a whole bunch of people to say, "Yeah, we want a Hellboy 3." And came back and said, "Going into negotiations with the studio cuz you guys asked for it." And then it seemed mm-hmm. to fizzle out. And maybe yeah. do you do you have any more information other than my speculation that the guy that writes the comic is just a douchebag um, as to why the third I I movie didn't I, happen. I don't, I don't know about, about a douchebag. I don't, I don't know about that. I've, I've always been told that Mike Mignola is really cool, but, um, well, okay. The, let, let me, let me what, backpedal a bit there because you know, yeah. but, but it just, it just seems that, okay, he doesn't like what happened with his property. Maybe douchebag was a heavy term. Well, right. But also he, it's, it's, he, he does not get to say like, like he sold the movie rights to this. Right. You know, he he collects a check on Hellboy movies. Like this is not uh, this 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 is not something that he can stop. You know, if another studio wants a Hellboy movie and is the rights holder to it, can do so. I mean, like the first Hellboy movie was made by one studio, and it made some money, but not a lot of money. Right. It was it was not as big of a it was not like a monster sized hit for what Hellboy cost. And then Hellboy 2 actually did, like, less good than Hellboy 1. Which is just, I mean, this is, you could write this script and just repeat it for every movie this guy makes, right? 
why yeah, right. why, pa- why the- Pacific Rim isn't a monster money maker is beyond me. Aside from the fact that maybe a couple of the actors weren't that great, but um, <laughs> well, it it, wa- it was in China. Is a yeah, thing. Like Pacific Rim was massive but, in China. Like I mean, we we don't get have to get on a bitch fest of how poorly treated this guy is, but Crimson Peak is a fucking masterpiece. Oh yeah, it's a masterpiece, and if you haven't seen it, there's something wrong with you. But it's also I, I not agree. a horror movie, and they that, build and they that, yeah. build it like a horror movie, so people were disappointed. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of that, and, and that's just such a shame because I mean, the guy built the goddamn house. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, but anyway, back to Hellboy. Sorry. So we were talking about Hellboy. Is the background noise right, gone yeah. now? Hell- uh, well, no, it's it's still there, but I'm just gonna have to mix it out because I can't turn it off. Oh yeah. So we'll just deal with that. Uh, so yeah, so Hell- Hellboy two did, would not a huge hit. Uh, uh-huh. If there was an if there was an awkward edit there, guys, it's because we were trying to figure out an audio show. Sorry. Um, and, the and, bottom line is we surprise surprise we actually deal with our audio issues, despite what you might yeah. think. <laughs> we have uh, you know what? It's a free podcast. That's right. It's a free. It's it's a it's a free podcast. If you can hear a fan in the background, sorry. You know. We, 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 we don't have, like, a, a studio space with, like, egg crates, egg, egg cartons taped up to the walls, like in, uh, uh, what, was was it Hustle and Flow that he just puts the egg cartons on the wall to make a soundproof room? It works. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not doing that. I know people that do it. Yeah, this is this is my house, I'm not putting egg, cart, egg, egg crates up. And Bob, that's why we will never be hardcore enough for some of these people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess not. In any case, we we've now learned that uh, Hellboy three officially not happening, uh, which we all kind of knew for a while now is that Hellboy three is not happening. Uh, what's happening in st- for a while? We kind of figured that was it because Hellboy is like the the ironically the most exposure Hellboy ever got was Guillermo del Toro making it into two movies that most people didn't see. Damn shame. Because it's it's a it's a comic book that is very beloved on like the not not even the comics buying set. It's basically a comic book that is known and read by people who own comic book stores. Right. 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 It's, it's one of those. It is because it's 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 all about demonology and Lovecraft references and old uh, pulp adventure serial storytelling. So, Which is you know, like right the... up Guillermo del Toro's alley. Exactly, exactly. And uh, we we now find out that we will be getting another Hellboy movie, but it will be an R-rated reboot, supposedly closer to the comics, whatever that means. I've heard that uh, so many times. Yeah. Uh, coming from uh, Neil Marshall, which, like... An R-rated Hellboy movie directed by Neil Marshall, starring it's they have David Harbor, right? Yes, and see, this is this is where I'm torn because here's the deal, yeah. right? I found Hellboy because of the Hellboy movie. I went and read the comics; they're awesome. They're their own thing. They're different than the movie, but they are great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is not to sh- and getting something that's more like the comic. Cool, super cool, whatever. But here's the deal: we're getting another Pacific Rim. It's yeah. not being directed by Guillermo del Toro because despite the fact that the guy never seems to catch a break and make a movie, he's busy. I mean, the, yeah. guy, the guy wrote and was supposed to direct the Hobbit movies. You know, there's mm-hmm. all this other stuff he's got going on. Mm-hmm. But 
why couldn't we get Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy 3, directed by Neil Marshall, starring Ron Perlman? Right? We could still get a continuation. I mean, this is the problem I have with David Harbour. The guy's, I'm I'm sure, perfect for the job. He's great on Stranger Things. He's He's a good actor. He's great in other things. He has the exact demeanor that would probably be great for Hellboy. But he's not Ron Perlman. No, he's not. Just like Neil Marshall, Dog Soldiers, The Descent, Centurion. We could go on and on and on. This guy's a powerhouse. For horror. Doomsday. Doomsday's the fucking balls. Granted, and, and, yeah. granted, we got Mad Max Fury Road, so Doomsday's diminished yeah. a little bit. But still, a little bit. the guy knows what he's doing. So, had the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy never existed, I'd be so freaking pumped for this movie. And this is where I'm so torn. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... It, it's, it is one of those things, because it, it's... On the one hand, because usually when stuff like this happens, it's for a property that, like, the studio wants. And when it's not the original creator, it's like, like this is not the Amazing Spider-Man movies where the studio said, you know, we don't want the authentic Sam Raimi version. We want a cheaper, more commercial thing, uh, you know, made by this other guy. Right, right. Yeah. It's not but that. Like, you know, it's not that. This is basically... In other circumstances, this is probably something that I would, like, be on the other side of. Right. And in the sense of, okay, it's going to be more like the material, it's going to be rated R, and uh, the the creator is much more on board than uh, with, with this than he apparently was with the last one, with, with the, the la- at least number two, which... Well, here's, here's my thing, right? Yeah. Del Toro doesn't normally work PG-13, so... No. Pacific Rim and Hellboy are the exception to the rule. Hell, yeah, yeah. Hellboy number one was most likely PG-13 because up until <clears throat> Deadpool, we weren't yeah. able to get anything that was rated R that was in the comic book realm. They tried it with Spawn. They failed with Spawn, even though I love the shit out of that movie. I was a Spawn reader at nine years old when the goddamn thing came out. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay? It is not a good movie, but I love it to death. Um, <laughs> you took me to see it opening day. We had a good time. Yeah, I was yeah, reading was the Fangoria issues all about it. Y- y- whatever. But Hellboy in the hands of Del Toro should have been an R-rated property. And Probably, yeah. And if they had come and said, you can make your third one R, I'm sure they would have done it. But is this yeah. only happening because of Deadpool and Logan? I think there's probably that. I think also... You know, they probably think they can do it cheaper. Okay, I mean, you know, it, to to be I mean, to be it? fair, cheap as cheap does. How expensive was the second Hellboy? I mean, the movie was almost all practical, so one could argue that, it was that, probably expensive. That but, is, that's the thing is that it's it was more expensive than it would have been if they did it all with CGI. But it's gonna look like shit. Well, it is, but I think that they're probably looking at it as, okay, is like the difference between now and when Hellboy 2 came out is every studio that owns anything that's based on a comic book now thinks that they've got the Avengers or Deadpool. Okay. And and, and has to take a shot at it. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, doing it with this, doing it with, uh, 
You know, we don't know. Did Neil Marshall go to them and say, I'd like to do a Hellboy movie? Did they hire him? He's really more of a director for hire right now. He's, True. You know, like, uh, Neil Marshall is one of those many filmmakers who he's kind of in, like, the second phase of a career because he had, like, a, a very strong run when he was, like, you know, like the film geeks go to cool underground B movie oh. director oh. of all these things. But now he's a guy who, like, there are legions of people who are Neil Marshall fans who have never seen his movies but worship him because he directed two pretty good episodes of Game of Thrones. Also true. Yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of in the Matt Reeves ballpark. I mean, look at look at Matt Reeves. He has basically he came into the Planet of the Apes new run in the second movie yeah. and took that already, wow, how is this good at all out of left field first one and made a sequel that was superior to even that. And his third one looks even better. But before that, I mean, what was Reeves doing? He made Cloverfield, which mm-hmm. nobody remembers. wasn't directed by J.J. Abrams, but it wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. And he did the remake of um, let the right one in, which should not be good at all, and made it his own thing. So to me, for me to scoff at Marshall, which I, I put them kind of in the same camp, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I don't want to not like this Hellboy movie, but it just goes against something that I love so much to see it done by anybody else. Yeah, it like it feels like this would be really good news except it means that we're not going to get the equally, if not better, sounding thing that we would have gotten otherwise. Right. And 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 it's a weird position to be in, and it kind of... It pisses me off a little bit. Yeah, it does, that, that, you know, that Del Toro can't seem to catch a break on these things. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't see this being a hit. I really don't. I well, know that's that... the thing. If you're going to invest in it, at least you have an existing people saw... Granted, not enough people that they wanted to see, but people saw the first two and want to see where it goes. So at least you get yeah. the fans to show up. So cut his budget. You know, tell him tell him his third movie has to be done for 80 million bucks. And, you know, Ron Perlman will work still for $5 million more than he's used to getting on everything else. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I, I just don't see... I don't see how starting from scratch is a better idea than continuing a story. Well, it's because they can do whatever they want, and I'm sure that they are, to the degree that they're into the material at all, they must be uh, pleased to have, apparently, you know, Mike Mignola much more on board with this one. And I I disagree with, with you know, the idea that Hellboy 2 is not a good movie, but... Hellboy like, 2 Mike is Mignola, a fantastic movie. Yeah, Hellboy 2 is good. I can, I can understand where... Like I don't know why he hates it so much if he if he in fact hates it, but uh, I can see where that would make sense because he is uh, like Hell- Hellboy One is sort of in between what the comics are and a Guillermo del Toro movie. Hellboy Two is a full on Guillermo del Toro movie, vaguely suggested by Hellboy comics. It it does different things with the characters, the all of the business with like the elves and the. Uh, you know, it's it's had that whimsical troll magic stuff is right. much more like the, these are Guillermo del Toro ideas that are kind of being fitted in around the outline of, of stuff from the Hellboy comics, which is is fine. You know, so maybe if this is going to be more like that kind of, you know, snarky, gritty, R-rated business that's more in the comics. All right, fine, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But it's going to be really hard 
to not resent the fact that, you know, Del Toro didn't get to do the third one. Well, and, and whenever I hear, you know, in 1992, when you hear this, like, indie comic or this comic guy is going to get to make his vision and the studio came in and ruined his vision on the first one, you know, that's something to get behind. I mean, that's that's what we're all here for, right? That's so punk rock of us, you know, like, or, or whatever yeah. it is. But, and more to... More power to him. If McNoll is getting to put his vision on screen, I'll stand behind it and go and see it and probably really like it. But if that's just words to get butts in seats and mm-hmm. it's and, and it's just the amazing Spider Man again, I, I you know what I mean? I, I and I don't want it to fail. I like everybody involved. That's where I'm so torn. Is yeah, everything and- inside of me is telling me this is a great idea. Mm. And also, like I've I've read like I have not read all all of Hellboy. I won't say that I want not read, but I've read quite a bit of it, and I I like the Hellboy of of the comics just fine. I kind of feel like Hellboy two the movie kind of went to a, another like a, a higher level than that I want to see explored to aspire more. to. Yeah, and and I. Usually we don't get to be on on you know the two sides of this where it's two you know artists more or less. I'm conflicted you know, and I don't know yeah, which yeah. and I don't know which confliction to go with. You know I I guess we uh, you know you know what we might have to do the novel thing Chris of waiting until the movie comes out and and forming an opinion after. You see Bob see. that is true but we are film fans talking on the internet exactly, and if Jay and right, Silent yeah. Bob Strike Back taught us anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's that I can shit all over this as much as I want. <laughs> wow. What that the was fuck so... is the internet? That was so long ago. Wasn't it? I-, I was just thinking yesterday, do you know how... Think about how long ago it was that the low end of Kevin Smith's career was Mallrats. Now, Bob, uh-huh. <laughs> that is for a podcast of another time. Okay, but I'm just, but, saying, but, I'm just saying. But um, spoiler alert for those of you yeah. listening: my brother and I don't actually agree on Kevin Smith, and so that's going to be a very fun podcast. Oh yeah, we should we should do that one. I need we to should, watch Yoga Hosers. No comment. No, no. no comment. No. I need you to watch need it to wa- first no. so I can form a real opinion. But fuck. No. But fuck <laughs> you if I watch Cop Out. It's not happening. <laughs> no. No, no living human needs to watch Yoga Hosers. I will watch it, and I will form an opinion. Because if you, I had uh, listened to you with Red State, I never would have watched it, and I never would have, won't tell you yet how I thought of it. Um, <laughs> so back, back to Hellboy. So is that all, we, is that all we want to say about the, the potentially, maybe, okay, we're going to give it a chance, I think, Hellboy thing that they're making? I'll, I'll... I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I just I feel like it's gonna come out and it's gonna be a dud. I agree. And not 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 um like a bad movie. I think you know it'll be fine. But like, you know, like I love Neil Marshall, but the reason that he is now the Game of Thrones guy is because no one has seen his movies. Also true. Like you and I have. Like you, like his his most widely seen movie is The Descent, which is the best one. Oh, The and Descent is, awesome. is the fucking balls. Yeah, the descent is amazing. And but Doomsday like, is just such a love letter to 1980s Mad Max oh, yeah. style weird fucking movies. It it 
it doesn't quite hit the level that those ones do, but man, is it trying. John, John Carpenter would have made that movie in a, in a previous life. John sure. Carpenter did make that yeah, movie in a previous sh- life a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, but it wasn't, I don't know. Okay, fine. What, like, yeah. What, what, what was that? <laughs> what? Hold on. Oh, we got, I got something coming, coming in in the background here. What the hell? I have no idea if you folks heard that or not. This has been a tech issue kind of podcast on my end. No, I think uh, I think it's good. I think I had a window open that an ad played in automatically. That is weird. Yeah, I hate when that happens. That is the most obnoxious thing. All right. So yeah, um, Hellboy, Hellboy, oh, Hellboy, yeah, Hellboy, Hellboy, Hellboy. I'm. I have a feeling that this is going to be a lot of sound and fury about nothing because I have, I I get the sense that you know if this performs like other Neil Marshall movies or like other Hellboy movies. This will be a thing that, like, you know, opens in August and the internet is in love with and no one gives a shit about. Like, oh, like Dread, for example. Oh, if, poor, poor, awesome Dread. No, Dread was great, but, it like, was Dread was one... awesome. Dread, Dread was fucking awesome. I mean, it was just, um... What the hell's that movie called? It's, it's just The Raid with it's, Judge Dread. It's just The Raid with Judge Dread, but what's wrong with that? No, nothing. Nothing's wrong with that. But it was it was really cool. I like that. But like, if you were on the if you were like in the internet film community when when Dread was coming out, Dread was the event of that summer. If you you know were if you are now in the internet film community, Dread is like an all time classic. But if you're like ninety nine percent of the world, you have no idea they made another Judge Dread movie. It was a colossal flop. It was so good. Yeah. It's that, like, more people know that there are two more Starship Troopers movies than know about Dread. Well, you know why, Bob. Because those Starship Troopers um, sequels did really, really good numbers at Blockbuster. (laughs) They did. They were never in. The two copies we had of each were never in. Wasn't the third Starship Troopers after Blockbuster was no longer a thing? I don't believe so. I think it was at the very end. I also, I mean, remember, Bob, those Starship Troopers movies did as good business as the Boondock Saints, <laughs> which was only popular because of Blockbuster, if you ask you know, that, everyone that worked at Blockbuster. You know, that's kind of relevant because I'm pretty sure that there is like a an in-pre-production Starship Troopers reboot that is also trying to do the, we're going to do it closer to the book version of that. There's also is... somehow a Boondock Saints like Netflix show or something being developed. No, he's he's kickstarting, uh, yeah, a TV show. Yeah, no, I, I don't even yeah. want to talk about it because no, there's there's an elect there there is an electronic billboard for it, um, up over like Route 16 and Everett. Of course there is, Bob, because according <laughs> to most people that live around that area, that movie is real life. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, but since we went there, and this wasn't something I was going to bring up, but since we went there, yeah. The Dark Crystal. Oh, yes. That's topical. Netflix trailer for a new Dark Crystal movie. Has everybody... A new new series. I hope you guys have seen this because, man, you know what? This fan servicey, you know, retro stuff, um, one could argue all day long how far or too far it's going. But you took put Jim Henson talking over new puppets, and I'm just a blubbery mess of, I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Yeah. I don't even care if it's good. (laughs) 
I, I was not prepared for how not prepared for that I was. Just kind of like, oh, because this has been one of those things that was supposed to happen and then didn't well, for Jen like D. Tart- years. Well, Jendi Tartakovsky was supposed to do it once. Imagine how awesome yeah. that would have been. Yeah, and now it's uh, Louis Leterrier. Hey, of all people. Hey, Louis, Le- Louis, Dark Crystal. Louis Leterrier, you want to talk about workhorses, okay? Yeah. That guy, in my opinion, is an, is actually quite good at what he does. I mean, he we've, is, I we've all seen Unleashed. Unleashed, oh, yeah. Unleashed is, let's call the best non-native language movie Jet Li has ever done. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, he's talking about, uh, for those of you who are outside the United States, he's talking about the Jet Li film that you know as Danny the Dog. Yes. Also one of Bob Hoskins' all-time greatest performance in a career mm. of perfect performances. Rest in peace, Bob. Yeah. Holy shit. If, if, just go out and see that movie. We're, we're, yeah, we're, go. The tangent is on a tangent. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. man, L- Louis Leterrier, I mean, the, the Incredible Hulk is is great. It, it's not when you put it against all the other Marvel movies, it might, it wasn't quite on its feet yet with the rest of them, but I loved the hell out of how fun that was. Again, I'm one of the few people that thought Ang Lee's Hulk movie was good. Please stop throwing tomatoes at me. But <laughs> Louis Leterrier's was fun. It, it was a Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, so I'm on, I'm I, I, don't, I don't see how he fits in with doing a puppet movie, but... um. Yeah. I mean, I also didn't think the guy from uh, um, How I Met Your Mother was going to be able to write a Muppet movie either. We all saw how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. That movie's the balls. I like the Muppet movie. I do. I, I, I really dug it. Yeah. Anyway. Can, yeah. All right, so I think we're, we're coming down towards the end, but I wanted to get uh, one other thing, uh, one other question that I have for you, Chris, is because uh, I wanted to know, we, we don't only talk about movies. Mostly, mostly. It's what I do for a living. So, yes. You know. Uh, but uh, we have uh, there's there's a, a controversy in the world of popular culture that I have thoughts on. I would like Chris's thoughts on. Uh-oh. Um, we, we, we is is steak and the proper way to eat uh, a steak is uh, is is very topical right now uh, because uh, oh it's we're, we're... funny because they're both overweight guys and they're gonna talk about food. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, the food. comment section. Hey, food, food is good food. And, uh, oh, soup is also good food. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, so this is being recorded on uh, the, uh, the well, it's after midnight now, so between the 19th and 20th of May, as of this recording, the President of the United States is still named Donald J. Trump. Yes, as of right now. Yeah, as of, as of right now, that's at still there. At 12.23 a.m., without making this too much about politics, because... I'm trying to avoid this podcast being about that. But yes, as yeah, of 1223, yeah. the person we call the president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, is still president. No matter how many times you say it, I still don't quite believe it. He's, he's the president uh, of the United States. I, yes, I won't, he is. I don't want the comment section for, he's your president. Yes, he is. He was elected yeah, president yeah. By, by some of you. Yeah. M- moving some, on. Some, some of you <laughs> voted for this. Yep. Some some. Some of you did that. Some of you. <laughs> okay. So, so it is. It is right now controversial because the the president of the United States, former host of The Apprentice, is uh, is is overseas right now. In former uh, Saudi star Europe. of Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, <laughs> and uh, and and ghosts can't do it. <laughs> is uh, yeah, yeah. 
is is overseas in, he's overseas in Saudi Arabia and it has become vaguely controversial that um, the president's favorite food apparently the the food that he prefers to eat is a well done steak served with ketchup uh Again, without getting into the politics of it, if if this was the only dislikable thing ab about about Donald Trump, what a world that would be! Right. I mean, I, I, we have yeah. we have so much material that we don't yeah. need that we don't need to get into here. We don't. Why pick on the steak? I was taught to eat and enjoy steak as a very young child, which I'm yeah. um, thinking maybe at that time my IQ may have been um, about comparable. Um, <laughs> well done with ketchup and right. I still eat steak tips. I don't eat them well done. I eat them medium to medium rare with ketchup. Right. Um, but I really can't fault the guy for the ketchup. Yeah. Well here, this is, this is the thing. Now let's first establish ketchup exists as a thing, like as, as a thing, ketchup exists and is used as the common condiment as a way to get children to eat savory food. Yes, right? and it, it actually is a lot of people's first introduction to fried fish. Yeah, right. It is like the, the point of ketchup is that if you're serving any other food, you know, for dinner and you want the kid to shut up and eat his food, you give him the dollop of ketchup and it's basically vaguely tomato-flavored sugar water. You give him the sugar tomatoes. That's yeah. Everything tastes better with sugar tomatoes. And it's, it's a way to... You know, to get kids to eat their starches and their savory foods and their stuff that has iron in it is to, to douse it in ketchup. And then even if they don't like what the hot dog tastes like, they will they will finish their fucking hot dog. Exactly. And uh, and that, so that's the thing. Now, I, as, as someone who does try to eat things properly and expand my palate, it is sort of, you know, in a grown-up baby man way kind of embarrassing that the you know, leader of the free world, eats, you know, well-done steak with ketchup. You know, because that, that tells me that this is someone who doesn't know what food should taste like. Uh, agreed. Here's, here's the other thing. I think it talks even more to how ridiculous the shit that we care about yeah. is. Because mm -hmm. the reason we know he likes his steak this way is because he tells people and takes pictures of it. And, yeah. I mean, that in my honest opinion, is not something a 70-plus-year-old man should be concerning himself with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you well, know what whatever. I mean? It, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, look, it, look, he, look, you can, you and I can eat whatever we want, the president can eat whatever he wants, but he can eat whatever turned, he, it, I think that's what really comes down to it. He can he, eat whatever yeah. the fuck he wants. Yeah. That's, that's what, that, I'll give him that, but it's because everything that, you know, any politician, but especially this one, does gets uh, overanalyzed, it's become now a thing of, you know, is that, you know, this is not just a, a gross thing to eat, that this is, you know, like, like the worst thing in the world. And as you said, if I would never now order a restaurant steak, I wouldn't order it well done, and I wouldn't order it with ketchup. I also wouldn't order it with, like, A1. You know, you a, a steak has its own flavor. If I'm going to add anything to it, I would put, like, mushroom gravy on it, maybe. Well, right, and I mean, eat the steak the way that it is served to you. Now, granted, yeah. diner, diner steak, steak and eggs, yeah. hot sauce, ketchup. I mean, ketchup Ketchup is the, is I won't say the poor man's, but ketchup is the younger man's hot sauce, right? Yeah, Dude, right. Yeah, we will. I put hot sauce on everything. Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? It, so, it's just 
at the end of the day, the, the thing you can fault someone on is that if you're eating a well-done steak, yeah, you don't know or have never experienced a well-properly-cooked steak, mm-hmm. and that's just the way you do it. Maybe he's a germaphobe. Maybe he's afraid of having something undercooked. Who knows? But yeah. the real thing is, get something other than steak. If you're going to eat a well-done yeah. steak, eat a fucking cheeseburger. Right. But now, here here's the thing, though. No steak with ketchup, but, like, steak tips? Yes. Served medium? Steak tips light. medium at a barbecue, ketchup all day. Ketchup, barbecue, yeah, right, right. sauce, A1, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, with A1, like, uh, with skewers, yes, A1, barbecue, ketchup, absolutely. You exactly. Know, like, uh, but, like, here's the thing. But, I, but, like, a New York strip. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be eating that with ketchup. No, no. If you have to put anything else on a New York strip, it's not. Uh, it hasn't been cooked right. And I think that's what this really comes down to. If he's yeah. going to a restaurant that knows how to cook steak and he's ordering it well done, maybe there's something wrong with his palate. I don't think it says much about the laundry list of reasons why we can think um, otherwise about him. <laughs> right. Well, I just I, I I would hate to see among this. I know it's a petty thing. I would hate to see you know, ketchup as a legitimate condiment, you know, be be besmirched by this association. <laughs> well, right. E- exactly. And that would that 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 would be because ketchup goes like I I do I go more with mustard or Thousand Island on a burger. Agreed. You know now, now I, here's here's the thing though, okay? Yeah. Since we're on the topic of things that annoy people. I mean the yeah. memes you see the memes that go around like, you know, rare medium well medium yeah. well done what are you doing oh god no throw it away right you, the silly mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. like that yeah ketchup yeah aha on eggs oh absolutely ketchup on eggs do you, you know that there's like an entire like army of people that are screaming right now i i don't i, I don't ketchup know on why eggs I know. is disgusting now is ketchup on eggs is here, here's the thing. If it's just eggs, no, absolutely not. Why not? Um, just, just because if I'm if I'm gonna put anything on eggs, it's gonna be Tabasco and a little salt. Okay, I mean, older me, I would agree, but in college, ketchup on eggs all day long. No, now, um, scrambled or uh, or fried. Scrambled. If it's fried, they have to be like on hash or something, and then at that yes. point, hot sauce is yeah. what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because if if not, then the sauce is the yolk. And, exactly. Uh, the ketchup yeah. and the yolk mixed together are not the best thing in the world. No, it's not. But uh, now, if I'm having, like, sausage and uh, hash browns with, with my eggs? Oh, ma- maple syrup. Maple syrup. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Oh, sausage, is, maple syrup. Is maple ketchup a thing? Oh. That's got to be a thing, right? Ketchup with, like, a little hint of, like, caramelized uh, maple? I am looking for it right now. If that's not a thing, you, you you need to invent that. Maple? Oh, God, yes, it's a thing. It's a thing? Uh-huh. Heinz? Um, it, um, so far, I'm only seeing pictures of menus at diners that does it. Oh, okay, all right. Someone posted a picture of Heinz tomato ketchup and an Aunt Jemima maple syrup bottle duct taped together. Okay, all right, yeah. Have, yeah. All right. Has anyone listening to this podcast from the grand um area of North America, we were the North American continent, mind, 
called Canada. Yeah. Have you had ketchup chips? Oh, Ooh, have yeah, you had them, yeah. Bob? Ketchup oh, flavored yeah. potato chips. Every brand oh, yeah. makes them up there. The funny mm-hmm. thing is, you get French fries in Canada. Always mayonnaise. Really? They give you mayonnaise with it, not ketchup. Okay, yeah, I, I, I have. You know, I've only had like you know Canadian diner food like once or twice, but yeah, I do recall that. What about poutine? I, I, I enjoy a poutine. It is good. I do enjoy a poutine. I do. Okay, now, now this is definitely. <laughs> The two overweight guys talking about food podcast. <laughs> well, no, these are these are snack foods, so it's not. Like this is what Donald Trump has done to us. <laughs> well, no, this is this is like a, le- a legitimate thing, though. Is uh, you know, like th- here's the thing: there's a difference for me between like restaurant food and cookout food, or diner food for that matter. Yeah, restaurant food, cookout food, diner food. Like if if the president's thing was you know that he likes a, a plate of steak tips and some. Uh, and some macaroni salad. Right. You know, and then when it's like he just wants it to be a cookout all the time, I could get down for that. I mean, it, the guy's seen some years. He can eat what yeah. he wants. Yeah, no, he can eat what he wants. It's just like I would, it's of all of the things that's there, like now this is, we become this thing that we now analyze to death. You know, I'm, I'm going to say I, I agree that, you know, eating what should be a good steak well done with ketchup is... It's a crime. And, and, it, it, it's a it's a crime against that steak. Now yeah, it's a food. It's a food crime. Now that if, cow died for nothing. Now, if we were to find out that Vladimir Putin's favorite food is well done steak with ketchup, now you're on to something. Yeah, that would. Now he he's Russian. I don't think that it's a steak thing. <laughs> they don't ration steak out there anyway. Well, no, he he seems like one of those guys who probably like uh, only eats to live. You know, true statement. I, I, I don't I don't get the that that whole you know like the the base pleasures of life are a distraction from my mission thing seems to run really high among Russian dudes. Yeah, yeah, they are uh, they are not a happy people. Nope, nope. <laughs> and and they they don't have the finer things in life like you know this podcast. I mean, they do have it. I checked the statistics that Russia does download this. Yeah, no, well, no, but I mean, like, it's like even when you see like those guys who are like you know super rich Russians and they got like that uh, that Scarface money to throw around they still dress like they're doing their laundry yeah you know <laughs> like if like if if you see a dude in a tracksuit on like uh like a Thursday morning in the daytime you know he's probably Russian and armed yeah shit's going down or went yeah. down earlier that morning <laughs> yeah hard, hardcore Henry's gonna bust out his Glock on you oh, have we talked about hardcore Henry on here yet <laughs> I don't know what else you say about that movie other than you see Hardcore Henry. Fuck yeah, I saw Hardcore Henry. Yeah, that's Henry. that. That's really about <laughs> it. You just got to see Hardcore Henry. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I. I, I think veering off into vaguely uh, slanderous uh, discussions of our Russian. Yes, and and we're back, and we'll talk about. Notice there was barely any politics in that. We just talked about steak. Yeah, just steak. Just, just steak. steak. Is there anything else? I mean, we. We just barely talked about the Dark Crystal, but I I think that's going to be great. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be great. We, what we, else? We're, we're 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 looking forward to the Dark Crystal. We're we're not happy about Hellboy. Um, Stranger Things um, season two. I'm very much looking forward to, and we'll probably talk about when it's out on this. So yeah, that. It. I mean, it. yeah. Um, now we're just blabbering on, so that that's probably the lot of. It. Yeah, that's probably uh, that. We'll 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 come back next week. I'm sure we'll have uh, more to uh, more to get in on. Indeed. Yeah. All right. 
We should go to the beach sometime. We should totally go to the beach. Yeah, come on, come on. I'm, I live right near Revere Beach. You can come, come on down, bring the kid. We'll dip her in the water. There you go. Yeah, there's there's clean parts of the water here. There, the, there's the clean the... there's clean parts of the water in Lynn too. They tell me. No, Lynn, Lynn Beach is a lovely beach. Nahant Beach, Bob. You don't want to upset them. F Nahant the land, Beach. The land mass that can only be reached through Lynn of Nahant is is a very, very special place to the people on Nahant. No, I'm talking about Lynn Beach down near the rocks with the seawall at the Lynn Beach Reservation. That's a nice beach. Tis, replied with Aunt that big, With that big giant seawall. That's it's pretty, a high-ass seawall. It's pretty badass. That is, that, is pre- that is pretty goddamn awesome that there's a seawall that looks like a fucking titan is going to get wielded off by it. You know, I you know, I <laughs> remember, Bob, There, there is that harbor monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lives out on Egg that. Rock. Lives out on Egg mm-hmm. Rock. Damn right. There's got to be, at Lynn, at Lynn Beach, with, the, with the, the wall just being, that gets really deep when that fills in. There's got to be sharks, right? Oh, yeah. All right, we gotta we, we we should like get a submersible drone and go look for sharks. Now, see, now this is blabbing. This is some shit people don't need to see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the the Chipman Brothers Tangent Podcast. I uh, I hope you've enjoyed it, Chris. Do you have anything else for the people? Um, this again is Chris Chipman, and uh, thank you for coming along with us on the tangent. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you guys. We out.